you're listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you got to enjoy some of those relaxation exercises that we did in the previous episodes. If you haven't already, maybe pop back there and have a listen because there's some really great meditation audios and some progressive muscle relaxation and just lots of ways that you can find and introduce a little more calm into your life. There'll be definitely more of those to come. So if you do enjoy those, do keep tuning in. I've really enjoyed hearing and reading your lovely, lovely reviews on how this podcast has been helping you so far. So a massive thank you to all of you who have subscribed, reviewed and just helped share this Calm Mind, Confident Life vibes. If you haven't already and you have the opportunity, if you could take two minutes just to leave a review after listening to this podcast and also sharing it with as many people that you think might benefit from it as possible, I would much appreciate it. The more we share, the more people this podcast will reach and the more people it will help. So on to this week's podcast. In this episode, I am talking to the wonderful fellow yogi and inspiring woman, Zaz. I first met Zaz about four years ago when we completed some yoga training together. And since then, I have watched her yoga business grow from strength to strength. What I really like about Zaz and why I wanted her on the show is because... Not only is she one awesome yogi, but she also really connects to the philosophical aspects of yoga too. And she draws on this to help her clients, but also help her in her own daily life. Her calm and confident energy is infectious, and I think you'll find some of what she has to say on the subject really helpful. Hi, Zaz. Welcome to Car Mind Confident Life podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Natalie. You're welcome. So I wanted to have you because obviously you're a fellow yogi with lots of wise words to share. Um, <laughs> and I know specifically we, we've talked about how things you can share around the use of mantras, because I know you found that really helpful with your clients. But um, also, as I wanted to talk to you as someone who's really managing to build an amazing business, um, selling yourself really well, but also obviously managing being a mum as well and how mm-hmm. you kind of keep calm and confidence in your own life. Absolutely. It's always it's always a juggle. And I guess whatever the roles that we all juggle, um, there's, there's a feeling that you can easily, I think, surrender to the, the kind of the chaos can sometimes be present when we are rushing from one thing to another Mm. and you really want to reclaim that calm space so that you can operate from a place inside of 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 strength of calmness and and draw out your inner confidence Mm. as well Mm. 
Yeah, definitely. And have you, do you kind of find there's, there's certain ways that you yourself are doing that? Definitely. I think, um, I think first of all, you know, as you said, you know, I'm a fellow yogi. So I think the very first thing that has helped me enormously um, to be calm in stressful situations and, and stressful can not necessarily be a negative thing. Um, just simply sort of busy situations or, or situations that may suddenly feel overwhelming. Um, even if it's something, you know, whether it's rushing to an audition for a studio or whether it's um, a confrontation of some sort, or even simply the kids, <laughs> you know, bickering during bath time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found that for me, um, ujjayi breathing, the, the breath, the breathing um, that we we use in vinyasa yoga has been hugely beneficial um, to help in calm my responses. So rather than responding immediately in anger um, sometimes or frustration or whatever that may, uh, you know, the initial knee-jerk reaction might be, I find myself taking a deep breath in through the nostrils and exhaling out slowly through the nostrils. And actually that suddenly brings me back to a place of, okay, where are we? What's the situation? How am I going to respond to this? Mm. And it, and that has been so useful in calming me down in stressful situations or simply giving me a moment to pause and reflect before I respond in a knee-jerk way. Yeah, I agree with you. The breath is just so powerful. And um, I think as yogis, we always go on about it and people kind of think, why are they so obsessed with the breath? Everyone breathes. It's just normal. But but I think, um, you know, obviously it actually calms your, your physiological body down, your responses down, because by creating more oxygen, you know, in the blood and and so it actually calms your nervous system down in that kind of very scientific way, but then also in a very mindful way, because you're just focusing on your breath. So it's completely. And and when, and when we take Ujjayi breath, that sound as well, it makes the mind focus in on the sound, Mm. um, which takes away the, the external focus. You probably remember when we when we did our 108 sun salutations. <laughs> when you start <laughs> when you start to to move in accordance with your breath, and there is a room full of people all breathing at the same rhythm, it becomes absolutely magical in mm. this connection. Um, that it's really very very transformative, and I certainly felt that it's it created a different energy and a lot of a beautiful, calm space to operate in. Mm. Kind of changing tacks to more about confidence. Um, yeah. Because obviously, you know, what you do is, you, as we a lot, a lot of us do, we, we're kind of selling ourselves. Um, so you kind of have to have yes. like a, a self-belief to, to do that, which obviously I think if you're, if you're feeling calm and you're using calming techniques and you can feel more confident, you can feel more sense of grounding in order to then work on your self-belief but I'm just wondering if there's anything that you find helps you in keeping that self-belief up facing the world and selling yourself every day it's (laughs) it's it's definitely you know there there are definitely moments when you when you look at your Instagram 
profile and think, oh my God, not another picture of me again. This is slightly <laughs> <laughs> like cringe. Um, uh, but actually, that's what people come to that page for. So, so I guess number one, you have to kind of get over that fear that people don't like you. And actually, I think one of the things that that came for me and that came a long time ago in terms of building confidence was really simply going, I don't know any of these people. So it doesn't, and it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks of me, but myself, if I am happy and content in what I'm doing and who I am, then you know, if I'm walking down the street and I want to sing sing a song out loud, then if somebody looks at me and thinks I'm a weirdo, it's like, am I ever going to see that person again in my life? Probably mm-hmm. not. It doesn't really matter what other people think of you because at the end of everything, it's a, it sounds like a terrible thing to say, but you could be completely left all on your own. You are the person who will be with you forever. Your opinion is what matters the most. Your voice inside is the one that you will hear the most. And what you tell yourself is what will really sink in absolutely the most. So I think that was the first thing. And in terms of selling myself and putting myself out there, with there definitely has to be a certain amount of self-belief um, and feeling of value in what you're sharing and I think I'm feeling that, okay, I may not be the most advanced yogi in the world. And that's not the point of what I do and who I am. My my social media began really as a way of me charting my personal progress and to connect with other people who were doing the same thing. And then when I became a yoga teacher, it was around sort of saying, hey, you know, come to my classes. This is what I'm doing but also wanting to share some of the things that I believe in and talk about in classes on that platform so that if people connect with that, they can then come to retreats, to workshops, to classes, or even just shoot me a message. And, and it's so beautiful just to have connections with people who, when your words resonate with them. Mm. Um, so that's really key. Yeah. I think that, to build confidence that like we were talking about before we started, the confidence breeds a feeling of calm. Mm. If you're not feeling confident, you can feel slightly out of control and dependent on the acceptance and views of other people. Mm. And when you're calm, you are less focused on that. You're, le- you're more able to see clearly your positive points and to therefore grow your confidence and vice versa. Mm. One of the things that I think is really important as a little kind of trick or tip is to look in the mirror, glance in the mirror every day, just in the morning, just as you, you know, kind of, kind of brush your teeth or whatever, and find something positive to say. Mm. Rather than looking in the mirror and going, oh, that double chin or oh, that muffin top or whatever, whatever it is but actually looking in the mirror. And if you see something negative, just accept, go, okay, that's there. Next. Mm. This is really good. Good here today. You mm. know, mm. I feel good. My skin looks okay. I'm happy. Um, you know, my, I'm feeling uplifted, but 
feeling grateful and thankful and really looking in the mirror and finding something that you like. Mm. Because then if we go out of the front door and are worried like, oh, does anybody like me? Or are people looking at me? If you simply accepted yourself, then you'd probably be in a much better place and less dependent on the views of other people. Yeah, completely. And I, I mean, we, we're so, we're so quick to criticize ourselves, aren't we? Like it's, it's that kind of typical thing as you, you know, you've got a spot or something, you look in the mirror and you, that's all you see, <laughs> but you say to someone else, like, I blank it out. <laughs> yeah. You can, I blank it out. I, I mean, I get spots, of course I do. And I get muffin top, but I just go, yep. Next. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really helpful sometimes also to kind of try and see yourself through someone else's eyes, because if you said to someone, oh, can you see that spot or whatever, they, they don't even notice, you know, and, and I think sometimes it's kind of helpful to just, just to see your whole self rather than focus in on things that you're not liking or. The other thing is that we some often are in a voice, we talk to ourselves in a way that we would never talk to other people. And if you imagine that you um, if you imagine that you have this really, really great friend who you adore and who's going to come and stay with you for a weekend and you think, okay, she's going through a hard time yoga. We're going to cook some delicious food. We're going to, um, have, you know, I'm going to run her a bath and put candles out for her, whatever those, you know, 10 beautiful things are. And then you take at least three of those things and do them for yourself mm. because there are times, and I often say this when I'm teaching a, a yoga class, like during class, really talk to yourself as you would your best friend. And sometimes you might say to your best friend, come on, buck up, try a bit harder. Mm. Or you might say, babe, relax, you're doing great. Just give yourself a break, mm. you know, and to talk to yourself in a way that is loving and kind. Yeah. And I guess that kind of also brings me back to another yogi thing that I find really helpful. Um, the yamas and niyamas. And the, one of the first yamas is ahimsa, meaning nonviolence. So, of course, nonviolence, you know, not cool to hit people. <laughs> we know that. Um, <laughs> but, but also in the way that we talk and the way that we think. So when you, I think when you stop thinking mean things towards yourself, you, I've definitely found that, you know, and I've probably been guilty in the past of going, ooh, why did that person wear that outfit or something, you know, mm. equally bitchy. But actually, I no longer think that way about myself. And I don't think that way about anybody else. Either. Mm. I kind of look at somebody and go, looking for the positives in someone. Mm. And then that comes back to how I treat myself as well. That I'm going to look for the positives mm. in who I am as a person and in what I might see externally and what I might be doing is to see the positive things. Um, And it's not about being better than anybody else. That's not what confidence is. Mm. It's just about loving yourself, appreciating yourself, respecting yourself. Um, And I think those things are really, really key. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, my instant kind of thing is, is when I see someone being maybe like you said, making a bitchy comment or, um, you know, just not being kind of very nice, really. My instant thought is, gosh, they're really suffering from low self-esteem. You know, they seem really (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. I think about three years ago, another um, 
yogi friend having um, a drink kind of mentioned to me, she said, you know, other people's stories are exactly that. They are their stories. So when somebody tries to put some negativity onto you, to a degree, I think there's a responsibility to say, okay, hang on a second. Did I do something to elicit this response? But also to be like, that's your story. And okay, that's how you feel. That doesn't have to be my story. Yeah, And you can deflect those negativities back and accept that that is that other person's issue, not yours. Mm. So I guess that kind of brings us on to um, what we've been talking about, which is mantras. And Mm. before um, before we started recording that this is something that you found really helpful with your clients to use this, uh, to use mantras for their calm and confidence. So I was wondering if you could just give us a a little brief kind of thing on on that. Absolutely. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan, fan, that sounds terrible, (laughs) of mantras. Whenever we start a yoga class, we oft, often, not everyone, but often you might say, and I often do say, about setting an intention and maybe choosing some words that resonate for you. Um, and sometimes, you know, an intention is, you know, how you want to practice, or sometimes it might be a mantra. And I think that that's something that you can really take off a yoga mat and into your life. And I found so helpful in so many situations in my life and now also with other clients that I have that I might you know that we might discuss what's going on in in your life and how the words that you speak to yourself um, can help because vocabulary is a really powerful thing the more you say negative stuff the more you believe it similarly the more you say positive things the more you absorb that and your actions towards yourself and towards others reflect that. I think there's not a single day that goes by that I don't come back to the mantra, I am enough. Mm. And it's really a focus of I am enough. No matter what happens, I'm going to a job interview for an audition. If I'm having a meeting at the school, if I'm having a confrontation, or simply just in the calm and quiet moments and I'm sitting in meditation, just reminding yourself that you are enough and and you are actually everything. And it's so powerful to be able to do that and lifts you up completely to realize that, that you are enough, that you are unique and you are powerful and everything that you need is already in you waiting for you to access it. And I think it's such a beautiful and true mantra and so simple. Yeah, it is so simple. And like you said, it's, but it's got so much power behind it. And I think for anyone that doesn't really know what a mantra is, it's, it's like an, Mm. how I view it is like an affirmation. It's like a positive statement. Absolutely. Yeah. Telling yourself and I don't know if you think the same as, but when I think about it, I think of it as something that is already happening. Like, um, not I want to be, or please can I, it's I am, you know, or I have, or, you know. And I think that that is what one, what's really powerful about, about it is saying it in the present. Mm. It's also what can feel to people. I can understand that for some people that might feel like a bit odd that it might not 
feel, it might not resonate to say that, but to say, you know, for instance, to say, I draw abundance to me in my life. And somebody might go, well, do I? Do I really draw abundance to me? But actually by saying that I do draw abundance to me in my life, it's almost like you're sending a message out to the universe. The universe goes, oh, okay, cool. Well, let me send you some abundance then. If, that's, <laughs> if you draw abundance into your life, I'm going to send you some abundance. And, it, and it's so funny, you know, that, that sounds maybe a little airy, fairy, wishy-washy, but I've literally been in situations where that has happened, um, that I've said, I am, I am going to draw abundance into my life. I am open to possibilities and potential. And yeah. within, literally within hours, I get an email or, you know, that is suddenly like, hey, would you like to do this? Or would you like to see a new client? Or would you like to come and write about this? Or, you know, do this workshop by you speaking those words? And it's really quite bizarre. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and it's it's almost you know kind of supernatural, but um, there's that there's that wonderful quote which says that the moment that you commit something, you the universe. And so by speaking the words, you're committing to them. The universe conspires to put in your way all the things that you need to help you. Yeah. And it's a wonderful quote and these words are so powerful because you, you're reminded that, gosh, you know, so if I just say, I am going to be a yoga teacher and then somehow things slowly start to fall into place, maybe not in hours, maybe in days and weeks and months and years, but things fall into place to allow your dreams to happen if you speak them out loud. And also, I think a statement, an affirmation like this really makes you go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to draw abundance to me in my life. Yeah. I am going to be open to possibilities. Uh, you know, some of the things that I sort of say to people is maybe as another mantra can be, I'm here. I am here physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm showing up for myself embrace that and to say those words we start to believe them mm -hmm. I think it's um it's like you said it's 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 almost like the law of attraction you know that um I don't know if you know you've heard much about that or know yeah. much about it but yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's so similar to that it's kind of just yeah what you put out you get back and it's like when you're in a negative frame of mind you know and I've worked with clients where it just seems like they have the worst luck like everything bad that's yeah. bad is going yeah. bad and it's almost yeah. you know, it's not as simple as that obviously there's lots of other factors but it's almost like once they take that shift in their mind then other things positive mm. things start to come into play um completely yeah and I think that there's no, you know, I'm not, I won't sugarcoat it or look at life through, you know, rose tinted lenses, but of course there are hard things in life. And of course there can be really quite cataclysmic things that happen and that make you go, well, hold on a minute. This is not me being open to abundance and potential. What's that about? But I think the way that we respond to situations, you may not always be able to change things but you can change how you respond to a situation. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think it would be helpful if actually you could talk about now your three top tips that you use or that maybe you found helpful with your clients um, around everything that we've talked about. Well, I think um, one thing that I use regularly are um, these cards, actually, like positive affirmation cards. And there are loads of different ones. um, And I think the ones I have are called Soulful Woman Empowerment or Soulful Women Affirmations. I should take a proper look. I basically use them in my meditation. I use them at the start of sessions with some of my clients. Um, and we pick out a card and see if the words that are on that card resonate for you. Mm. And often you suddenly find that, you know, that maybe the universe is speaking to you through those cards and give, or giving you some words that really resonate with whatever it is you're going through at mm. the time. So that's something that, um, that I find is really helpful. I'm, I'm also quite addicted to certain I think that there's the wisdom of, of books, of poetry. Um, and I love to go into certain books and come back to words that really resonate for me. So, you know, we talked about mantras and words, but I think that um, the thing that resonates for me are, are using, using words and something that I come back to as well as I am enough is also the words... Um, if the ocean can calm itself, so can you. Mm, that's lovely. By a, a beautiful poet called Nayira Wahid. And that always makes me go, you know what? Of course I can. You know, the, if the ocean with all the power and might can calm itself, then absolutely so can I. Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, that's really nice. Um, and the other thing is, is... Again, that thing of of being kind to yourself and giving yourself a compliment every single day. And in most of the classes that I teach, I will invite you to, at the beginning or usually at the end, to give yourself a compliment. Just close your eyes and to say something nice for yourself about yourself and to call yourself by name. So, you know, it's like, hi, Zaz you're doing great today or something positive, say something good about yourself. But, and I, and I put, and I caveat this, I think it's important that you are giving yourself a compliment in the context of who you are, not in the context of who you are to someone else. So Mm -hmm. you might be a great mom, a wonderful partner, but that's not all you are. And it's important to be able to see yourself as having value without other people. Mm. So you could say, I'm a great mom, but that is dependent on other people. You can say, I'm really funny. I'm really smart. Um, I'm working really hard. I'm ambitious. I'm loving. I'm caring. But something positive about you that maybe makes you smile inside. Yeah, that's really, that's really helpful. And I think people who are listening will, because those those tips are kind of very stuff that people can start doing right now. They don't have to have kind of any experience in yoga or anything like that. They can, that is really helpful and simple tools. Definitely. Yeah. And I think just, you know, find, and, and, and this thing, sorry, that's treat yourself like you would a friend and talk to yourself like you would a friend. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, 
telling yourself those harsh, harsh, hard truths, but in a way that you would do that with love to your friend. Yeah. And you would, you know, if you were talking to somebody you really cared about, you would talk to them in a way that showed that you love them. Thank you, Zaz. I found it really lovely talking to you and really helpful and just very inspiring as I thought it would be. <laughs> well, it's really lovely to talk to you too. Um, so just lastly, if people want to find you, where can they find you? My, I'm yoga with Zaz, Z-A-Z, or on Instagram or my Facebook page. I'm fairly active on Instagram or um, by all means, coming on to my website and there's a contact button on there to get in touch with me for anything. But, um, yeah, if anybody wants to message me, um, I'd be really happy. I'd love to chat more about it to people and to know how people feel about that, about those words and whether they're helpful or not. And also maybe what other people's, their own tips and ideas are on being calm and confident and how to build that. Yeah, so, definitely. yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mention it during our talk, but I um, I also came from a background of having an eating disorder, which building up my self-confidence has been utterly crucial to recovering and to be able to be someone who I hope or to keep trying to be someone that my kids can be proud of and want to to be not like but at least kind of to guide them yeah oh thank thank you for sharing that Zaz and um, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll share everything um that you know your your website and everything on the the show notes so people can access that thank you so much thank you so I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation as much as I did taking part in it If you're interested in any of the things that Zaz mentioned, check out the show notes or head to valueyourmind.com where I share all the tips and links that Zaz mentioned. Have a fabulous Easter weekend and I look forward to seeing you all back here next week.